Welcome all to Absolute Casserole, a Taskmaster podcast. I'm your host, Owen Adams, and I am here to provide you with more Taskmaster content than you could ever wish for. Each week, I am joined by a former contestant to discuss their experience on Taskmaster and their favourite moments from the show. If you have any questions for me or for any of my guests that will be popping up on the show, you can email us at absolutecasserolepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think there is a, a link in, in the bio of, of the podcast. And if you want to see the unedited version of the podcast in full picture, you can do so on my YouTube. That is Owen G. Adams. Again, this week I am wearing a fantastic Hawaiian shirt because I had to push the boat out for today's guest. Also on my YouTube is my very own series of Taskmaster called My Taskmaster, where I have got five of my funniest friends to compete in. It's a lot of fun and you should go check it out. And for updates about Absolute Casserole, you can follow us on Twitter. That is Absolute Casa One. I have no idea why they cut off Casserole and made it Casa. I, I just don't know. And, and me on Twitter, you can follow me. That is Owen Adams 01, Owen Adams 01, and it's Owen Adams 1 on Insta as well. And I think that is all the plugging done for the start of today's episode. Stick around to the end though, because I will be unveiling the next guest on my show. And next week, I've got a good guest lined up. But before all of that, we've got episode two to get on with. And I have to give a big intro, despite her name being the title of the episode. So you already know who it is, but she is so talented and so funny. She is the perfect Taskmaster contestant from musical comedy to stand up to making Brussels sprouts float for a really long time. She can do it all. From the alumni of Taskmaster New Zealand season two, it's the incredible Laura Daniel. Laura Daniel is here. Thank you very much for coming on the show. How are you? Woo, good. I just, I don't know if you heard that, but I clapped for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't mean to, but thank you for having me. No, I'll, I'll clap. That, I should have oh, clapped. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you should have done it first, so. I, mean, I know, that, it was, in, it was in the brief. It was in the brief. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave the podcast now. Sorry. <laughs> the shortest just podcast. Kidding. In history, yeah. that's what we're going for. We're breaking records. <laughs> Brilliant! I, I'm glad I've caught you on a lockdown because I'm guessing yeah. if you were, run, you know, with your busy life, you'd never said yes to this ever. <laughs> oh, of course! I was like, oh my god, Owen wants to do a podcast with me. Of course, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, Laura, don't pull at the heartstrings already. You've, won me over. You've already won me over I'm... on the show. You don't need to win me over on this podcast. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. Well, I'm just, I just want to like secure my position as your favorite podcast guest. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're there. You're there already. Okay, already right. you're there. Don't tell, don't tell Back Matt. Fuck on that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely going to be the title of the podcast. We've got that already. Suck on that, Matt. Suck on that, Matt. <laughs> so, so let's talk about Taskmaster. And just off the bat, can I just say, I'm such a big fan of the original show. Like, I'm mm. such a big Taskmaster UK fan. So when I went into this, I went in with my walls very, very high, thinking this is going to be just a terrible remake. It won't be the same like the American one. I can say that because everyone hates That one's the garbage. Everyone Jay. hates yeah. the American one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then, after watching episode one of your series... I was completely sold. Honestly, it was it was um, a breath of fresh air to watch. It was it was funny. It was so mental, you know. I think it had that. Um, there's so many YouTube clips about Taskmaster New Zealand series two being chaotic and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah. you know, you could basically just put the whole show on because it was so yeah. <laughs> chaotic. I think I think you guys got the comedy. And the purpose of the show spot on. I think that's why it was so similar to 
the UK one. I think that's why it was um, so well received over here. So, so why do you think the show worked so well over in New Zealand? And why do you think it was so well received here in the UK as well? Um, well, first of all, thank you for that. That's lovely um, of you to say but um, I think um, I have thought about it a bit and I think it really comes down to like um, how they cast it because um, if you look at the five of us like we all bonded really fast and that created great chemistry but then like we did all, you film all the tasks before you even get to the studio obviously so we were all out there by ourselves and everyone like brought something different to it I think the thing was with this cast is that we um, everyone went so hard out like and I you know everyone was very competitive um but everyone put like everything into it rather than like half-assing it so even like when say um you know there's often character traits you have for like being a contestant and um like even if you're like kind of shtick is being shit at it or not caring about it like <laughs> the couple of people that were like that still like committed to that a hundred percent so i think it's like the full commitment that kind of like makes the show kind of sing if you put more effort into it then um it kind of like gets a higher reward if um so there was definitely that and then i think it was just um yeah just i think down to the writing team the production team everyone's quite big fans of the show so everyone like really cared about like making it good so um it, there was just like a lot of effort went in on everyone's behalf and for um for the cast i know all of us really like wanted to do the show so um it was really like when we showed up on set it was like a real big treat every day like i have never done anything like this type of show before and it was like oh my god i feel so lucky like you know you're like a kid in a candy store that sounds lame but you know like it was like wow all these people have set up this elaborate thing for me to do and just kind of like have fun with um yeah so I think I they think, did a good job of that yeah it was, it was <laughs> perfect casting because there was a good mix of of everything really and as you're saying, what are the like a show that you that you're on? I think it's different to like other panel shows because everyone sort of gets their moment each episode. There's no sort of like fighting between you know the contestants trying to get like well not airtime but like landing jokes and stuff like that, trying to like make your mark. Everyone has the opportunity just to go, you know, this is what I've done, and that's that's how I can explain myself and. I think that's, that's why it works so well. I think that's why people enjoy being on the show because it's not really, I wouldn't say relaxing. No, that... it's very stressful, <laughs> but yeah. No, but you've, you're 100% right. I do heaps of panel shows here and it's always, it's always a shit fight to like try get a word in, try say something. But with this, you've got time to breathe and you can just... There's also, um, we've kind of compared it a lot to like being on a reality show because you kind of have to, you're like, you're your comedic self, but you there's nothing really to hide behind. <laughs> you kind of like put in these situations and you have to think fast. So it, it is really like you are yourself for a lot of it as well <laughs> as being like, you know, uh, I don't know, in the, in the kind of comedy world. So um, it, it can get quite uh, vulnerable and stressful, but in the, in the best way, there's like room to breathe when they like film the show and stuff, which is great. Yeah. Were you ever worried about that? Were you ever thinking, oh God, what if, what if this side comes out of me during a task? Did you ever, did you ever feel like that? Constantly. I was like so stressed all the time. I'd leave and I'd be like, oh, well I fucked that up. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We swear a lot in New Zealand. I don't know if that's the UK thing. You can, you can swear on the podcast. It's fine. Matt oh, said. Good. Matt said about <laughs> five C bombs on the podcast, like on the first <laughs> show. I'm like, whoa. Okay, so maybe I have to get my blooper machine out. <laughs> <laughs> He's going there. I love it. I love it. I maybe know. I'll drop a couple. Now I'm fine. <laughs> like, that guy's on breakfast radio as well. Like, come on. Like, he is. He yeah. is. He's a loose. He's a loose unit, is what I will say. We've we've all been on the breakfast radio show a few times, and I'm surprised what they put they put on here. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no real limits, but they're still going, still popular. Why not? Yeah. So, have, did you watch like the first series of Taskmaster, or like any other like, episodes yeah. of the original show? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'd I'd seen it, so I knew what I was I was going into, and um, I, my favorite series is I was uh, I think a lot it's a lot of people's series seven, um. <laughs> which uh, ruled and of, of course uh, Rose's season as well, Friends of Rose. So it was great to like 
when it that was when it kind of first started airing on television properly here was when Rose made it onto that season and it was like guys this is a big deal this is great and there's heaps of like OG Taskmaster fans here in New Zealand so everyone's real excited I think it'd be a little bit crazy to not like watch Taskmaster before going on the show there's like so much (laughs) you can learn from watching it first I think you'd be surprised the amount of people that actually don't watch it before they go on it yeah just go on blind (laughs) there was quite a few of the people in the season one here so I know like Burnley had like watched heaps of it and studied all of it, but then pretty much the rest of them hadn't watched it at all. They were like, oh, this is weird. How would you like uh, approach uh, like each task as they come? Because you, you don't know what you're walking into at all. Yeah, I think I had to like, um, they do like a, I've since found out, uh, they do like a burner task in the very, the first one you do. Um, and they kind of like, they film it all and they do it like a proper task, but it's just kind of warm you into it. <laughs> but yeah. at the time I was like, oh, 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 that you just get so stressed. You think you're going to be chill, but then because like none of the camera crew really like talk to you or anything, or they don't really give you any hints, then it gets like quite overwhelming. And then once you get the first one out of the way, you're like, okay, this is all good. I can do it. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I tend, I tended to get like quite stressed uh, during the task. And there'll be ones where I thought I did really well in, and then there'll be ones where I was like, thought I absolutely screwed it up. And you don't know until you get to the studio, you're like, oh, okay, it's the other way around. <laughs> Sometimes you think, you know, all the ones I thought I did, I like ruled it. I was, <laughs> I got scored poorly. And the ones I thought I like, you know, did great. Oh, didn't do great. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you ever sort of like think the way how Jeremy was, was thinking? Like, could you ever, was he really unpredictable with, with his scoring? Because I know over here, Greg, yeah, he, you just never know what sort of mood he's in. He could, you know, anything uh, sentimental, if you bring that in, he will shut that down straight away. You've just got to go, like, alcohol and cheese. That's the way to win, like, with, like, prize tasks. Like, how, how unpredictable was Jeremy with the, with the scoring? Well, from watching our first season here, he was just so wild. We're like, what? Like, you just couldn't get a gauge on why he scored what, what, what. Um, And in this season, he tended to have, like, he, like, bought out his side that was, like, a little bit meaner, which I think is important as the taskmaster, just to be like, nah, that's shit. You can have this point, (laughs) one point for that. Um, Which I I, I think I appreciated a a bit more on our season. It felt like he was his scoring was wild but at the same time it often just made sense you're like oh yeah fair enough um so i think uh because going into it i knew jeremy before the show and so did matt um like from working we all kind of did but like you know i'd worked with him a bit so i didn't know how he was gonna (laughs) score me (laughs) or like he can either take the approach of being like like nice because he's like yeah we're friends or he can take the approach of being like nah you can do better than that so I think he kind of balanced it out a bit. He was pretty like he was pretty nice to both of us, but then other times, yeah, uh, there was a lot more fighting I would say in the studio than what you saw in the final product. We filmed for so long, like each episode. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. Like it was like four hours of just us sitting in the chairs, just going, and then um because our broadcast hour here is actually shorter than your guys in the UK. Um, so there's actually less time to get like content in. So that's what made it like, like quite snappy and, uh, you know, kept the, the rhythm of the show going. But I got to say there is hours of us just going back and forth in the studio. We were just so like at each other's throats all the time, but in a really fun way that you don't even really get to see in the show. Yeah. There's definitely some archives there of you yeah, guys just yeah. going mental at Jeremy. <laughs> absolutely well, you, and you know from like david from his like buttons on his shirt just like you know what's happened in the episode like because sometimes the episode will start and he'll be all good and then out of nowhere his buttons are like all the way down here and his chest is out you're like oh he's had a moment in between what just has happened <laughs> to be fair i think that is just david every single episode i, I think he broke down about three times every show surely he was absolutely yeah, yeah. Cr- crazy. Like, did you did you yeah. ever have that feeling of going absolutely mental? Like, not maybe during a task or or like during yeah. the studio bits as well. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, because I when you watch, I think it was quite a hard 
show to watch back because you you know what you did and then you only see like a little bit of it you're like oh they didn't put that bit in or you're like oh they put that bit in (laughs) um (laughs) i definitely lost it in the uh in the beans task like i went crazy and i think even uh, it was when you had to like open the cans uh find the can of beans yeah and like right from the start I looked under the table and I was like, no, nah, there's a camera. I'm like, there's a clue under the table, clocked it. But apparently the director told me like after the show, he was like, oh, you know what happened is we all thought you got the task within like a minute because you came in, you understood what was going on. And then you saw there was a camera pointing under the table. You went, you found the clue, which was, um, there was a, I, I don't remember how it was like, like 147 cans of tomatoes and it was yeah. like one can of beans and you had to find the can of beans. And um, I had moved just before I looked under the table. Apparently I had moved a can. So it didn't look like an arrow anymore. It looked like a T or something to me. And so I didn't understand what the red cans meant. And I was like, oh, it must be one of the red cans. And I'm like, oh, no, it must be. So I ended up having like the longest time, even though I knew there was a trick. I knew there was something to it. And I even like turned every can around to um, – because uh, I was like, okay, these all say uh, beans. I was like, There's, I bet you the can that actually is beans says not beans. And I said that aloud <laughs> to yeah. them on camera. And they, to the point where the director walked out and came and stood behind the camera because he thought I'd gotten it. And then I ended up having the longest time. It was like 40, 45, 47 minutes or something. And, and I swore so much. I'd never sworn. I never lost my mind so much. I got so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been the as much as possible. And to, to, long, to last longer than David in a task, then that, I know. That, that, crazy. That is, that is bad. <laughs> yeah. That is bad. Well, I think, I think people, people listening to this hopefully have, have watched uh, the series. I have warned for spoilers. And uh, I, I will release these on, on YouTube as well. Uh, so in the background, of course, we can see Jeremy's head. Not the real Jeremy, but the trophy. Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I would do the same. I would do the same. I would have that. Boom. I'd carry it around with me all the time if I, if I won the show. <laughs> yeah. <And> so congratulations. <laughs> congratulations for winning the show. How, how, was, Thank how, you. Was the, how was the feeling of winning the whole show? The feeling of winning the show was like, because I, I think I was, I was kind of, in, in terms of like the points and everything, like I was in the lead from pretty much the second episode. So, and, and yeah. I just stayed in the lead for the whole time. But then I'd say those last three episodes, it just really, like, even in the studio, I was like, really feels like I'm just getting reamed on the points. Like, um, and I was just kind of going down, 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 and they're bringing the others up. So it was kind of like, by the time it got to, like, it came like qu- quite close at the end. Yeah. It was, it was a weird feeling. It was like, this is cool. But at the same time, it feels like great. It was like, I think it felt like we should share it. And I pulled everyone else up because I was like, oh, well, it doesn't really feel like a, like a, a win-win. I think the whole season was really great. And so, yeah, it wasn't like, I, I don't know. It was a weird feeling because I, I've been in like competitions before and I always come like second or I, I've done the New Zealand version of... Um, uh, strictly here that you know i've done we call it yeah. dance with the stars oh, right. <laughs> and like i had in the exact same studio and it was like two years later i had the exact same moment where i was in like second and first place and it was like i was like wow i just like remembered that feeling before i walked out for the finale of taskmaster because i was like this was just like we were doing the finale for dancing with the stars and we were like going for the mirror ball me and this other guy at the end <laughs> but like with taskmaster winning it like like I remember caring about the Dancing with the Stars trophy so much. I was like, this, I was like, we've worked so hard. It's so physical. And this one, we had worked hard, but it's, I just ultimately think it's not really about winning at the end of the day. You know, it's um, because like some of the, your favorite contestants will score the worst on that show, you know? <laughs> yeah. But in saying that, it's really nice to have a trophy. It's really nice to have a head. <laughs> and it's really nice to have a souvenir to be like, what a cool thing I got to do. <laughs> Absolutely. And you definitely would have won Taskmaster if if Guy had to do like the Pasta Doble or something like that. Like you, you would yeah. have walked it. You would have walked <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> Guy was there all the way to the end. I think he had uh, yeah. a few good runs. I think he won... Uh, uh, like two episodes on the bounce towards like near the end and stuff like that so i think yeah uh, guy was definitely 
uh, one of those because I think he he won. Uh, I've got stats. I've got stats uh, yeah. of like uh, of like your point system of like on average and stuff like that. And so you oh, you, you yeah. won the measured task, and then Guy was up there with the subjective as well because he had a good like creative task, like of him killing Hitler and stuff like that. Uh, so it was yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think I think what was uh, why you won in the end because I think you were so close with the subjective tasks as well, like you're only like a tiny bit behind guy with the, you, the average points. Well, yeah, if you look at the like, um, if you look at the like how the sh- episodes played out, you'll notice that guy and I are pretty much for the majority of the time always paired together in the clips as well because we have quite like similar approaches to doing all the tasks. Yeah. Um. So I. I there's only like a, a handful of times where we're not like paired in the same video or if we're doing like a, you know, there's sometimes that you have standalone moments, but pretty much it was like, let's take a look at Lauren Guy, Lauren Guy. It was like that for the whole time. So we scored quite similarly. It was just like one was there, one was there, one was there, one was there. It was close. It was really close. And like I said, yeah, it, it was interesting because Guy and I were, before we even got cast in the show, we were like messaging each other being like, oh man, I really hope I get Taskmaster. Like, I hope I get Taskmaster too. We're just like so excited. <laughs> so we, I think we had a similar approach going into the show as well. Like just like really wanting to be there. And it kind of like, it was weird because everyone's so different. And like me and Guy are particularly really different styles of comedy. But at the same time, I don't know how it ended up so similar. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so close all the way to the end. And it was, it, like it was perfect casting because I I think uh, I, it sounds like I'm kissing ass, uh, but when, like you were perfect <laughs> for the show because you had a great mix of with the the measured tasks. You've got a mix of like ability and and like creativity. So and you never really came last place. So I think you you obviously I think you definitely were a front runner. Definitely from from episode two was definitely mm. when you sort of got in your stride. So did you? What at what point did you think I could win this? I think um, I think when I got middle way through, I was like, "Ooh, maybe I could win." You know, like I wasn't really sure what tasks were left to come because it, it kind of comes all in like a blur, and um, so it was kind of like through the middle of the show. Like I, d- I felt like I didn't have like the strongest start. I was kind of like, "Oh, I didn't get you didn't get to see that. You didn't get to see that." I was like, "I don't know if anyone." like through this part whatever um <laughs> but then like we were doing the show like it kind of like you really warm into it and so around the middle i was like oh maybe i'm doing maybe i'm doing all good like maybe this will be fine and then as it got to like oh wait sorry did we say we were doing oh yeah we are doing spoilers we've just set up one um <laughs> yeah you can say that. You, 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 yeah you say anything you no, know the no. uh the sabotage task when it got up to that point <laughs> yes yeah uh, yeah that was when i was like oh well i've Oh, fucked it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, it's just downhill from here. <laughs> so it was kind of like, it was really like tense in that like kind of last episode because whilst I say, uh, when I say it's like not about winning, which I wholeheartedly believe it's not at the same time, you put all five of us, we are the friendliest group of people, but also so super competitive. <laughs> so it was just like, at the same time, you are holding your breath being like, I'm going to get that golden head or not. What's, what's going to happen? Um, so yeah, I think I, I felt good midway through the show and then I started to doubt myself for those last like three episodes. I was like, nah, I haven't got this anymore. <laughs> yeah, like and I, th- I think that the, the scoring was was super clogged. Like I don't think Ursula was was that far behind uh you nah. really where where normally there is like someone trailing by by loads. Like it was yeah, it was so close between between everyone. So you notice like David had a bit of a redemption kind of arc throughout the show. So he like kind of like randomly scored quite low on some things near the, near yeah. the start of the show where I even remember being in shoot, I've been like, what, what, what's going on here? What are you doing? And then it kind of all really fell into place by the end. I was like, yeah, of course. Like, you know how he got made to do that shoelace task. Of course. Yeah. It was like in any other, because Jeremy had been so hard on him. Like I felt like he had to give him five points for that. But yeah. like how funny would it have been if he had of given him one point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All that work. <laughs> I promise you right now, if that was Greg, he would have got one point. He would have yeah, got one I point. Know. I promise you. But like, how did you feel about David getting five points? 
absolutely. I think I think we were all on that boat of giving them the five points because it had felt like he had such strong emotional reactions to things. We're like, this will break him if you don't give him five points. But also, I think that it was like our bond throughout the week of filming because we filmed two episodes a, a day and we did it over five days. Um, so there were real long, yeah. intense days of those those studio moments. Um, and we just like all bonded so hard that like it was, that was in the last episode and there was just so much love for each other that it was like you gotta give him the five points and like it really felt like um anytime anyone won something it was like you go you go <laughs> so whilst i said yeah it's, it's this weird balance of being super competitive and super like just love fest was the was the experience of the show <laughs> <laughs> a big love fest that's that is a great synopsis of the, of the show. So I, yeah. I, wanted, I want to talk about um, prize task. Um, how did you find the prize task? And what, what was the sort of process of, of choosing the right thing? Did you have, obviously you have a massive time to, to think about it. So was, did it really get into your head? Like, am I choosing like the right thing here? Yeah. Um, yes. We, to be honest, we actually didn't have that long on our prize task. Oh, um, right, okay. We had a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, like I think I think we maybe didn't because there was like a um, we filmed the whole show quite fast, like even from us being like cast, um, they got like network approval. We all got cast, and then it was like pretty much the next week we were into filming. Like it was, <laughs> which isn't usual for a, a show, but it's just like it was kind of like, yeah. hey, the show's funded and we want it on air in <laughs> July. So they had to like just push things through really fast. Um, and so when we like got assigned the prize task, I mean we did have a bit of time. But um, for people like uh, Guy and David and myself, we were all doing comedy festival here. So um, it's a real stressful time for us <laughs> where you're like putting on your hour shows that you've been working on for ages. And then eventually we would, um, the three of us, especially we all go to Edinburgh. Um, so we would usually, that would be the time you're like prepping your hour. Obviously we can't go to Edinburgh anymore because of the pandemic, but um, you know, I'm just trying to give you like a gauge of like <laughs> what a stressful time it was. So we'd filmed yeah. all the tasks and then we were in comedy festival season. And while comedy festival season was happening, they emailed us all the prize tasks. We're all like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> you've got so much on and then you've got to think of the best green <laughs> thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> and of course, like everyone tried, uh, or I like you just to avoid like, getting um too much of the same stuff like you'll email something and you'll be like cool i'm gonna do this and they'll be like how about you try again so like <laughs> you know you don't have oh, like five really? people oh right okay so they yeah, were like yeah, yeah. a little yeah. passive aggressive like i'd try again yeah. on that one <laughs> yeah. yeah because you know like uh oh, oh well it's just, it's just more also that you don't get like five people bringing in like you know a joint or something you know, so you get variety in the show. So they, they'll do that for the UK one as well, I reckon. It'll be like, um, like a couple of people will have the same idea. And then they're like, how about you maybe don't do that? And so there was a few times that you'd get like a little bit of being like, no, I don't think that will work. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, someone else has already done it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like so, the, uh, the yeah, so, there was a bit of. They're so specific now in the UK because obviously 12 seasons and they're so specific with the, with the prize tasks. Like you, you, like I don't know how long that's gonna be until in New Zealand where it's gonna be like the best thing that you can hang on a wall that you usually wouldn't or something like that or like the heaviest thing that's uh, between the size of a dog and a pig. You know, like it's it's mental the sort of prize task. So I, I think you've got so or maybe maybe it's harder where they're just giving you like like best green thing. You're like, what what can I pick? Like there's loads of things that I can pick. Like, would you prefer sort of prize tasks where they are really specific what you can bring in? Or do you like the sort of broad spectrum of you can, you can just bring in whatever, whatever you want? I do think the broad spectrum is good because the broad spectrum means like you've got the, the chance that people have really interpreted it differently. Um, but then in saying that, when you do put specific parameters around something that like really forces people to be creative as well. So I, I, I don't know. I think... I think ours were all pretty broad. Yeah, you would you would know. And you just, um, never, you I, just yeah. never knew what David would bring in, really. So, you, like, no. you, like I, I couldn't imagine you bringing in a calendar with you spelling out all the letters. Yeah. Uh, I, well, <laughs> actually, 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. But uh, I don't know. I felt I felt like I was pretty extra on my prize task. Uh, although Absolutely. the way they, they don't tell you like what episode your prize tasks are going to be in. They just give you a list and then you bring all your prize tasks in. And then it kind of like filters out throughout the show. They're like, by the way, it's this one today. You're like, okay. <laughs> um, and I think uh as it got near the end i had like a few shitters and i just i was like okay well i'm just gonna have to commit to the, like I'd, <laughs> all my good prize tasks had gone i was like i'm just gonna have to commit like this this was a great idea <laughs> yeah i'd like oh, to yeah. shout shout uh, out like, a few of yours because uh you 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 had some gems i mentioned the green thing sexy green m&m brilliant i think uh, I, uh, jeremy yeah. really liked that one i think guy really liked that one that was like one of my favorite quotes like right off the bat is like I think we can all agree it's a very fuckable chocolate. Like that was my favorite. Or, or just off the bat, I was like, shit, this show is pretty good. <laughs> just off, just off uh, yeah. the phrase fuckable chocolate. Just off that phrase. That one, yeah. <laughs> that one was actually, and again, it was, I had submitted two other ideas for prize tasks. Um, I had submitted Guy's idea of bringing MP Chloe Swarbrick. And I had also submitted yeah. um, Weed. Uh, which Ursula did, yeah. Because I was like, it's not the. Uh, I was like, it's it's a pretty easy five points. It's clearly the best green thing you can get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, and so, and then it was like a no and a no. So then I had to like think of something uh, else. And yeah, <laughs> the green M M&M and M that I'd gotten from New York <laughs> because I needed to use the. I actually got that because I needed to use the bathroom at the M M&M and M store. So I, I decided to buy something <laughs> but i'm just taking but like that. the justifications you can give to just anything is good <laughs> um, yeah. i can imagine you just picking that up and then just buying it and then just looking at it and go actually this is quite a quite a sexy m&m yeah. <laughs> another shout um, out to the, the last episode the positive pregnancy test brilliant oh yeah brilliant Thanks. uh you were very uh, uh aware that when jeremy said is that yours and you went no yeah. absolutely not <laughs> yeah. I'd say they weren't even like, because like, I spent I spent a lot of money on my prize tasks. I definitely spent the most money on them because I did I did one where um I went down to our, our place uh, in Wellington called Weta Workshops and I had to I didn't really get an answer on whether I was allowed to do it or not and I just like did it and I had to like buy last minute flights to go down and get them to make the things and stuff like that and then I came back and I was like why did you <laughs> and same with the like dating people's girlfriends um yeah. i like genuinely dated everyone's girlfriend like i yeah. took them all like i took them to dinner i took them to drinks <laughs> like, and it was like a i think it was a, a great reward for me in the end because like i made all these like beautiful friendships <laughs> with people where honestly when when i watched yeah. that episode where you stole everyone's everyone's girlfriend and and obviously matt's uh, sex doll uh, that was okay. honestly i was crying with laughter thinking this this is perfect like i think <laughs> like was was paul unaware of that like did he not know really was he, yeah, like, he was really unaware <laughs> yeah they didn't tell him um they knew uh yeah no no yeah he he genuinely didn't know and he didn't know about ursula's one either Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he did. I found out later he did know that me and um his girlfriend had hung out, but I think he thought it was just his friends. He didn't know it was Taskmaster related. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a brilliant so, reveal. Yeah, a no, brilliant that, reveal. Like, do you find oh, that? Thank you. Do you find that funny, guy? Oh yeah, I stole your girl as well. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what about you, David? And then David's there, like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> David's so is. easy to get like it's so easy to just like surprise with wonder he's like no way um, so <laughs> I, that was definitely I think that was my most satisfying time was just like being able to because um, that, that was my first idea I had on the prize task I was like uh, when we, we got the list I was like oh I wonder if I should do this I'm like yeah that's cool and then like built it built it built it and I was like um, it was very fun to um I think the producers said to me, they're like, yeah, you can do that if you've got the time yeah. <laughs> and the energy. You're like, I, I, will, I will make time to do this. This, yeah. this joke is landing. This is, this so then, so, yeah. So then I had that beautiful mix of putting in like too much effort into my prize task and then putting in not enough. So then there were moments like I had a hot dog hat and I just had to be like, it's a, it doesn't look edible at all, but I have to justify because this is the thing I ordered online and it's just dumb. 
you've got to stick by it. You've got to. Yeah, yeah. You just got to stick by it. It's like, oh, well, some of the can't all be great. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go half-arse yeah. on, on anything. Prize tasks nah. or the pre-recorded tasks. Uh, so I want to talk yeah. about some uh, pre-recorded tasks. Uh, one oh, of my favourite ones, I watched, I watched it last night, uh, Construct the Least Appropriate Wedding Cake. I think that that is a that is a great a great one. Like uh, you you do make cakes when you interview people. Now that is right, right? Uh, yes, I did do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, that was a thing I did last year during the. Uh, it actually it. Yeah, I did. I did a bake off. I was on a current affairs show, the one that Jeremy hosts. Um. Last year, and I baked a cake. I did a challenge with one of the other presenters where we had to bake our heroes and I baked a cake of our prime minister Jacinda Ardern yes. and I put it on Instagram it was, a, it was a huge fail it was like a timed thing it was almost like doing a task and I'd run out of time <laughs> <laughs> and then the end the thing I the vision I had in my head which is just like doing Taskmaster you imagine like what something's going to be like and then you hit the time runs out and you have this end product it was like the biggest cake fail. And so, and then I, I put it on Instagram because it was just so funny. And then I went to bed and then I woke up and it was, it was, uh, it was on the BBC. It was on the CNN, like the picture of the cake. <laughs> like it had just gone like randomly viral. <laughs> and I like woke up the next morning being like, oh my God. And they were like, just messages from reporters being like, can we, um, can we use your photo? And I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, I think that was mid pandemic. So that was when like, you know, the whole world was starved of content and they're like, yeah, this is news. This is news. <laughs> so that's kind of what started. Yeah. <laughs> that's what started the, uh, the cakes, uh, my, my journey into uh, cake making. So then by the time I got to Taskmaster, I was like, yeah, I know how to make cakes. Yeah. This is going to be easy. This and then what easy. happens in Taskmaster yeah, what happens, the beautiful, the beautiful thing about Taskmaster is you, you think you're going to do well and then you get in there and you get really stressed and overwhelmed. And there's that, that room that we did, it's, it looks like a laboratory. It's called the lab. That's what they call it to us. Yeah, um, uh, every Ursula, task Ursula, I did in that room. Ursula said it looks like the inside of a condom, I think. Isn't that yeah, inside of a condom. Yeah. Like, like, like Dexter's room or something. Like just, just bad stuff happens in there. <laughs> it's <laughs> all gross um but when i went in that room um for every task i did in that room i ended up leaving being like that was the worst time of my life <laughs> and i think the cake was the only one <laughs> the cake was maybe the only time i had fun <laughs> but i i did get really i don't i can't even remember how it turned out in the show but i got really stressed because i like went with a plan and then it slowly started falling apart in front of me and i'm like oh this is it <laughs> <laughs> Paul said that you had the, I, best, I, the best taste in one, and look, it did. Yeah, sure it did, did look. It did look really good. I remember it was just uh, covered in cream. I remember you singing "Cream Party," something like that. Cream party, <laughs> gonna have a cream party. <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? Is that a th- is a cream party thing somewhere in, in the dark in the nah. dark side of the world? There's there's someone having a cream party right now. Uh, the, actually, and- there is. <laughs> it's on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and the the big the big genius of it is um you went, I've had an idea. Paul, you should American pie this cake. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, uh, I'm removing yeah. myself. I'm removing myself. I'm gonna turn the lights off. If you wanna American pie the cake, it's all yours. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that kind of happened like part way through the task because i was like why am i making why, why am i trying to make an actual wedding cake i should have like just made a big dick or something and i was like dick 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 oh <laughs> so um, this little snippet into my mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it might, it might have come from uh, me singing cream party <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> and again, another one of my favorite quotes is uh, when they showed it, uh, like the the big hole in the cake, and just David turn around going, "You got a thick dick, Paul." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can see, I think oh. that, was, that was when I, I could see Jeremy's face just like his face never like it went crazy when uh, David went, "You got a thick dick, Paul." There's some some circumference yeah. on that. This right? is something I've discovered. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's something about David is that he is just, he, I think that's what makes him such a wild card is he'll say what he thinks. <laughs> he'll just be like, no filter, boof. And yeah. that's why you love him. And that, the thing about Jeremy is with his judging style, he really likes, he really likes the sick stuff. Loves sex jokes. 
yeah. loves anything in that realm. That's that's a bit of him. It is. And I reckon <laughs> there's somewhere in the dark corners of the internet there's there's some stuff about him being a sex pest, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sure that we've got, we've got to have some like disclaimer come across the screen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but uh, yeah. that's, that's I'm point. not trying to say it's true. <laughs> anyway, no, he, it's, probably, he, it's probably true. He's, it's probably definitely, true. <laughs> he's definitely searching cream party right now. He definitely is. That's why he's watching yeah. right now. It's got me. He's I got a just... real sexual energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird vibe for a taskmaster. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like... Some of, some of the other cakes, like, I think most people either went dead sexual with the cakes or they went, like, dead, like, uh, with, well, basically just making uh, a shit or putting mud on it or whatever, like, yeah. like uh, Matt just made, like, a sewage cake, like, uh, yeah. and Ursula made, made just loads of pieces of shit, obviously named after the famous uh, Johnny Cash song, uh, Ring of Shit. Uh, that, yeah. that was good. <laughs> Um, and I really on on the the where they they grouped you guy and David together. I honestly, I, you only all of you got three points. I think you um, criminally undermarked because I was laughing at every single one of them. Like David just putting syphilis on his cake, and Paul's just like, why why is syphilis on your cake? <laughs> like they both broke. <laughs> Pretty inappropriate, right? Yeah. It is. It is very inappropriate. And obviously just Guy just put in, I fucked your dad on the cake. That was yeah. <laughs> inappropriate. And I think Beautiful. you said on the show, uh, you can correct me if, if I'm wrong on this, but I think you said that you're getting married next year. Yes. On the show. Well, yes, yes. Technically, like, yes, that was, was the plan. But like, with just all the lockdowns and stuff happening here. I am engaged to be wed. That is correct. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I have to ask you, which one of the cakes would you choose to be your wedding cake if you had to, if you had to choose? 100% my own one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking any of these. Those other guys, shit. <laughs> you saw those cakes. They were awful. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I mean, maybe guys at a stretch because he, you know, like, his would probably still taste okay, but David purposely made his taste bad. Um, and you could, but I fucked your dad. I mean, you could kind of laugh that away. <laughs> yes. I, I do have a, I do have a, we actually did look like, you know, the Taskmaster house we film at. <laughs> yeah. The Taskmaster house is technically a wedding venue. It's got the most beautiful grounds. And you know, there's those, uh, we did task down by this little like pond and stuff. And there's a little deck there that technically is like a little ceremony spot. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I was like, I, I can't, I can't get married at the Taskmaster house. <laughs> <laughs> was, did that come across Everyone your mind? Will come. Yeah. Paul <laughs> could do definitely. it. I inqu- Paul could do it. I inquired. Yeah. Well, They'd all be there at the wedding. So, you know, um, I think Monty's already down to be the, the MC. I think Paul will be on the bridal party. So, you know, it's pretty, <laughs> it'll be a pretty taskmaster wedding anyway. Why not just go all in? If they yeah. film a season three, we'll just try to do it on the back of that, on the back of the booking. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a little taskmaster table. Is that, is that what's yeah. going to happen? Like, I, I think it would definitely be yeah. inappropriate if, if like David was like on like the head table. Like you couldn't put David <laughs> next to your mum and dad. Like that would be, <laughs> be terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to find a special job for David. Maybe <laughs> he can walk me down the aisle. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, he could drive you there. He could. He could drive you there. Oh yeah, because he learned <laughs> learn how to drive. How how was it being on a on a team with uh, David and Guy? We've mentioned the the sabotage task, which I I was so impressed by. By the way, just just the whole idea of the task of of sabotage, because it it is you know it, it depends really of like the three the pair and then the three. You sort of like is it an advantage to have an extra person or is it a disadvantage? And for this task, it definitely would have been an advantage to have an extra person. But mm. it is so good to spin the whole thing on its head and just have you like almost like a solo task within within it. And how how did you feel being the, the saboteur? 
uh, when I got it, I like knew exactly why they gave it to me. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. okay, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I also, at, when I got it, I was a bit gutted because we, okay, so the team filming day is like the most exciting day because like I kind of got there and I had an earlier call time and I was like, something's happening. Something's different about today. Mm. And then I was like, there's someone else in the other rooms. And I was like, oh my God, it's a team day. And so we were just really excited to see who was on our team. And then I think we did, we did two tasks where they were a bit of a mess. Like we were all a little bit like shaken and we were all a bit all over the place. And cause like I've said, David and Guy and I were all friends outside of the show. We kind of like had a little like meeting in the green room once it had been revealed we're all on the same uh, team and we'd done a few tasks where we weren't that good at communicating. We'd had like a little, a little chat in the green room. We're like, okay guys, make sure we communicate really clearly this time, this next time for the next task and make sure we're just all um, really, really listening to each other, that type of thing. So we can, I, I feel like it's getting a bit messy. And we were all like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. And then straight after that, I got pulled out of the room and they were like, oh, Laura, uh, the producer needs to talk to you. And then I got <laughs> downstairs and given the task where it was like literally fuck them over <laughs> just after we'd all agreed to communicate clearly and try our hardest. There's <laughs> a little bit behind the scenes information for you. And I was like, oh no, of course. So I kind of went into the task being like, oh man. And we still had a full day to film afterwards. And then like a couple of months until they would ever find out what had happened and why I was being weird. <laughs> you must have felt so guilty during the thing, but you've got to do what you've got to do. And obviously, is it zero points for it? Because they did get, they get more. I think Guy oh. got loads of balloons in there, didn't he? So the, the pretending to roll the ankle as well, well that was genius. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have went, you should have went really for that and just like made them stop the whole thing. <laughs> Yes, yes. So that and that is the thing. There's a couple of things I wish I had have done differently. I was like, oh, you should have just committed and gone hard. But like I said, I think we were all a little bit on edge because of a couple of things that had happened on set. And I was like, oh man, we're gonna have to spend the rest of the day together. I can't have them like thinking I'm an asshole. But like, I I wish I had opened the boot. Like even like as I was like the game was just ending, I was like, fuck the boot. Like and just like accidentally, but I was doing things like I'd put balloons in the car and then I'd just like also take them straight. And just be like, okay, sorry. <laughs> it was fun being like silly with it, but yeah, the craziest thing was you would assume that with me sabotaging them, I would uh, the team would be screwed, but because Ursula and Matt, because of their Taskmaster playing style, they're just real casual. It yeah. means even with me like chucking out as many balloons as I can, Guy still just machined through that whole task. And I think we mentioned it in the studio. David, David like left for half the task. He was like accidentally sabotaging the task. <laughs> yeah. he was, like, I've got to go get a trolley. We're like, oh yeah, cool. A trolley where the balloons will just float out of. <laughs> yeah. And then he got he like a big so like empty like paddling pool and he went, stick the balloons on the hair. And then they yeah, were yeah. helium balloons. So they were just dropping. And he went, oh, they're not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's funny what your mind does when you're in the task because I was like, okay, yeah, you can roll your ankle, you can do that. Like, and I was just like, I was doing lots of silly things, but I saw those really big inflatable objects and I was like, oh, don't tell the others about those. And then I realized, I was like, oh, if you had to stuck the inflatable objects in the car, they could have put less stuff in the car. But you just don't think sometimes in the moment, you're like, you just get stressed and overwhelmed. Yeah, um, absolutely. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to cut I, this down. <laughs> not any. Honestly, these Taskmaster fans love content. They will listen to anything. You could just sit here and describe the whole day. They'll be hooked. I promise you. I promise okay, you. great. <laughs> Another team task that I have to mention because it's probably one of my favourite tasks in in the whole series is the 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 diss tracks about each other. First of all, I think. When you did your first line, you can hear the audience go, "Woo, that was pretty good." <laughs> like, but well, compared to uh, Matt's singing and uh, Ursula's sort of rapping, I think that's why we went, "Ah, this is this is pretty good." Like, uh, what what was the sort of process of of making of making the diss track? Yeah, so that was our that was the uh, last task we shot of the team day. So we came into it, we're like. Ooh, this has been a wild ride of a day. And then we came into that one and like as soon as I saw the mics, I was like, and spaghetti, I was like, 
this is something about a rap <laughs> for sure it's a rap <laughs> it's a diss track and then i think because david was like it was the last task he said he was a bit low on energy and he just had to like flick a switch essentially which is like um there's a term called uh, going full chorios <laughs> um, <laughs> and he, he absolutely went it so i think uh guy and uh uh, I I asked Paul, I was like, can we have like backing tracks? Can we look through some? And he was like, yep, they had some for us. And I was like, great. So we started looking through backing tracks and David just like, it was Guy and I sitting there with a piece of paper and David just like went off, shirts, the buttons came undone. <laughs> and then we were listening to the tracks. He just came back in the room and he just started like freestyling. And we're like, yeah. okay. And then we he did it about, I want to say, because we listened to probably nine tracks. Right, over okay. the 40 minutes and he he did a, he spun a different freestyle for every track and guy and i were just kind of sitting there like oh my god and i, I turned to guy at one moment and i'm like do we just let him go for it like <laughs> are we gonna structure this and he goes like well it's high risk high reward <laughs> <laughs> so guy and i kind of structured the 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 rap well and then we're like okay and then this part david will freestyle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then david like at one point we're like okay where's he god and he's just like in the he was had gone into the kitchen he'd taken some of the micro like the spaghetti that was just there as a prop and he'd heated it up he'd found some cheese in the kitchen and he grated it and he came back out he started <laughs> rapping some more <laughs> like oh my god it's it's probably one of the funniest things that's ever happened to I've ever been a part of <laughs> on a set before. It was so good. And it, like, I, it, 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 it was magic. It was magic to be in the room. <laughs> it was magic. I keep, I keep um, singing them all the time, like in, in my head. Like I keep saying is, is I'm going to drown you in your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. And you can see Paul like that. I think, yeah. I, I think, I think one of my favorite one is just, is just like a very short one where he's just going, Fuck you, us like that. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so so funny. I know, but um, I, have to, I have to say your line, the one at the beginning, is probably like for like flow as well, like the maintenance. Oh yeah, thank you. Never met any old fuckers. Never met two yet. old fuckers oh. first, and you met he got bad teeth. Yes, again, icky like you sheep. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, there we go. I, I thought I, I was hoping for the whole song there. I was getting guys' lyrics up as well. I was getting... oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, that is kind of like my, uh, my, my background in comedy, though, is doing musical comedy. So I do a lot of like pop rap and um, yeah, just the songs and blah, 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 stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely so, killed um, it. That was. <laughs> although it is weird um because they take ages to write so it is weird having a time limit i was like ah. <laughs> just something come out something. Yeah. yeah no it was it was brilliant and I'm, I'm gonna cover some uh more great moments with with the fans questions I'm, i've told you i'm a part of this taskmaster uh page uh this fan group yeah. on on facebook we're all uh, a bunch of sad people who, uh, uh, you know, revolve our, uh, our lives around Taskmaster. Uh, so they've sent you in some questions. They want to know, they want to know the answers. Uh, I reckon you sound like legends. Thank Back you. yourself, mate. Back <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I will. And that's what we're going to be. It's, that's that's going to be the, uh, the tagline now. Legends, like yeah. the quotation marks. And then it's Lord of Daniel, 20, 2021. <laughs> okay. And like the first fan question is, how mad were you when Jeremy gave you one point for the tie task? Oh, furious. To... Blood was boiling. In like a funny way, but like I look at it now and I'm like, oh yeah, fair enough. But I was like, seriously? They get points for putting their dick in a tie? <laughs> <laughs> like, how unoriginal. That's the most obvious thing to do. <laughs> uh, which it's obviously very funny to put your dick in a tie. But um, at the time I was like... There was craftsmanship in mine. I had to, I had to cut, I had to thread. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I guess it did. And, and the other thing, I, I remember being annoyed uh, because I spent, I want to say, it was probably like five minutes, but I felt like it was 10. It just felt like so, such a long amount of time where I stood in the room and Paul just stared at me and he didn't know what I'd done. And then like ages <laughs> later, he was like, your head man <laughs> 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 It was like, oh, and your shoelaces. <laughs> 
And then oh. I was like, that means I've that means I've done the task well. Yeah, shoelaces, um, nice I've aced it. <laughs> yeah. It was but, very uh, creative, yeah. It was creative. I will say though, Edward Tie Hands is pretty funny. <laughs> that is very funny. It is. Yeah, yeah. I felt absolutely robbed, but at the same time, you know, I guess that's Taskmaster, isn't it? Absolutely. And they just cut it off as well. They were like, right, let's move on. Not, not even letting Laura say anything. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's where you got to see a bit more of the hint of um, <laughs> like how we would argue sometimes. Like we didn't see too much of it, but that was definitely one. I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, watch it, watch it. <laughs> Another question I've got for you. Um, um, what, was, yeah. what was it like doing the Lady in the Trump with Paul? And do you think he secretly enjoyed it? <laughs> um, uh, it was like, I think I said that on the day. It was like kissing my brother. <laughs> I'm sure you've made up with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, I think that was one of the tasks that I was watching it. Like I did, I did so much on that task. Like I, I, I was, I made sure I was like slightly late for it. So I was like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm late. And I had flowers for him. I drove around in a car or they dressed up or like, I like drove him around the house a few times. They cut all of it. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, one thing I did do before, like, uh, um, before we did the lady in the tramp moment was I called Paul's um, girlfriend on um on camera and asked for her permission to like go all the way with him um <laughs> and so i kind of went <laughs> and she gave me her blessing oh wow and so that's like what kind of made me feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did it like i did it for camera like i probably would have i probably would have just gone for it even you know if i hadn't have but i was like you know girl code i've got to call i've got to ask and like it's on camera. Everyone knows it's fine. She said it was fine. Um, so that kind of gave me a bit more confidence to just go for it. But yeah, like I said, it was a bit like kissing my brother. Yeah, you, you had the blessing. I'm guessing, I'm I guessing had the blessing. before uh, your wedding, you're probably going to have to call Paul and, and get his blessing on, on the wedding, maybe. A little bit of maybe, reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because as soon as you kiss someone, as soon as you lady in a tramp someone, that means they are yours forever. <laughs> for life. For life. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bond that can't be broken. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I've got another great question. I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube. Have you seen uh, the bucket cut on YouTube? Some fan has I made... I have. You have. You've seen it. Someone brought it to my attention. And I was like, uh, I, I, uh, I can't remember, but I, I watched, I clicked on it and I watched it. And I was like, oh, that's sick. That is, um, that is some dedication. To getting all those that clips. Is, yeah, that's an that's an insane amount of work, but I appreciate it. Whoever whoever made the bucket cut, I think that's that's beautiful. Because um, that was an interesting one. I know that I again I found out later the plan was to bring my bucket into studio because um, it was still floating, and they like yeah. the production like, on the very last day took it down. Um, I, I think they were even going to get a shot of me taking it down, but then um, I'd done a task that got cut anyway, and it had like paint all over my face, so it didn't make sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some crazy shit got cut. <laughs> I was going to say, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they they were like, "Oh no, don't worry, we'll bring it into studio and we'll, we'll show it." Um, because I, I know some people had been like, "Oh, why wasn't there a camera on it, like like a live stream or something?" And that's because they were going to bring it in. But they didn't in the end because it smelt that foul. Like it was, it was putrid. Like it made people want to vomit. That they were like, we just cut. We, they had to get rid of it. <laughs> like we, they couldn't, they couldn't stand for it to be in their office one moment longer. <laughs> so that's why you never saw it again. <laughs> wow. It was like an intention for people to see it. <laughs> and then they were like, no, nah, it was actually too gross from how long it had been in water and weather and all those types of things. Yeah, that that is brilliant. And they're going to be made up that you've seen the bucket cut. Honestly, they're going to be so. They're going to be so hyped. And uh, one, one quick question. The last, the last uh, fan question I've got is, uh, what's your problem with John Cleese? <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, my hometown is a place you go when you want, like, if you, you want to kill yourself, it makes you, oh, killing yourself is better than being in Palmerston North or something like that. Let me find the actual quote. I've forgotten <laughs> what the actual quote was. Yeah, I'm going to John... find it for you. 
Uh, he's, he called it the suicide capital of New Zealand. And if you wish to kill yourself but lack the courage to, I think a visit to Palmerston North will do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was all oh. throughout, like, no one forgot about it. It was all through our papers in New Zealand. And, um, like, any, everyone in Palmerston, do you know what they did in Palmerston North with John Cleese? They named a rubbish dump after him in oh, retaliation yeah. for what he I said about <laughs> the town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A fitting yeah. memorial. <laughs> so I, like I person <laughs> I personally don't have a problem with him, but or well, no, I do, because I'm from the town. But yeah, I just knew that anyone from Palmy has a thing where they're like, fuck John yeah. Cleese. <laughs> he can't I, come to our place and tell us it's shit. <laughs> what do we get to say it's shit? <laughs> hey, yeah. Actually, here's a comparison. Here's a comparison for the UK. What do we, I reckon Palmerston North is maybe a little bit like a really small scale Birmingham. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because and I've only been to Birmingham once. And do you want to know what happened? I went in 2018 on my way to Edinburgh um, Festival. And we were going to buy some TVs for our show. And I got white van scammed. I don't know. Oh. Did, did you know about that? Some people pull up in a white van. Yeah. And they sell you shit out the back of it. And they told us they were from the store we were about to buy them from. Honestly, you just need to say it aloud and you would know it was a scam. But at the time, <laughs> two innocent no. people from New Zealand traveling around being like, oh, these guys are so friendly. Yeah. And they bought, bought two TVs of two strange men from Birmingham down an alleyway. And yeah. uh, when I when I got to Scotland, uh, they were completely broken and fake. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a better part of it was just you didn't understand what they were saying, like, <laughs> yeah. like a Kiwi and a Brummie talking to each other. Yeah. It's not a good mix. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're just too trusting. <laughs> yeah, what a lovely way to end as well on a white van scam. I think that's that's a fitting way to end. It really is. I've really, now, I've gotten wiser since, I promise. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, I, I have to ask, at the end of the podcast, uh, you get uh, your chance to be like the, the taskmaster. I'd like to rate, you, rate your experience on the podcast between one and five points. Uh, on this podcast? On this podcast. I, I, I can take it, but if, okay. if, 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 it's, if it's a one, I, I, I will cry. Okay, I'd have to give it a. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll I'll get I'll give it the full five. The full yeah, five. That's what you get. The full yes. five. That's from the winner fact, as well. You know what? Yeah, and you know what I will give you is Jeremy's head. Here you go. I'll take it. I wish I wish we could do some cool cut where I just like spring it. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, put a green screen in. Here you go. Um. You get it's good for it's good for kissing if you want to practice. <laughs> wow, I need to get one. I need to get one. I do. <laughs> well, thank you, Laura, for for coming on the show. Thank you uh, for taking time out of your day. No worries. Me. Lovely to talk to you. Yeah, it's it, it's been a pleasure. Well, that was amazing. Laura is the best. She is so funny. So quick-witted. And of course, she would win her entire series. Uh, as I said, she was the perfect Taskmaster contestant. And I feel like we are friends now. I, I know that we only talk through Zoom or through her agent. But I think I could get invited to her wedding. And I would go. You know, I'm willing to go all the way to New Zealand to go to this wedding. Unless the cake has been American pie or it has the word syphilis on it. So I'm, I'm not that sure. But I'm so happy with the five. I have got a 4.5 star or point average now, which is, uh, which is pretty good. I'm getting up there with gamble standards. He hasn't tried to uh, file a lawsuit yet. So, so that's good. Uh, but next week, it's episode three. Episode three already. And my guest for episode three... Wow, guys, he really is a fan favourite. He probably is the most chaotic contestant I have ever seen on any Taskmaster series. He is from Taskmaster New Zealand Season 2. He is a loose cannon, 
but the biggest sweetheart. Of course, I am talking about David Correos. David Correos will be joining me next week on Absolute Casserole, a Taskmaster podcast. I can't wait for you to listen. Send in your questions now on Absolute Casserole podcast at gmail.com and uh, send them to us on Twitter. That is at Absolute Casserole uh, 1. So I can't wait for you guys to listen next week on Absolute Casserole, a Taskmaster podcast. Thanks for listening this week, guys. It's been a pleasure. Keep on listening. Keep following. Keep sharing. Uh, Try and keep up with all the Taskmaster podcasts and content going on. And, of course, watch the final of the UK series, season 12, on Thursday. So thank you very much, guys. That's all from me. Bye-bye.